Hello and welcome to You Me and the Economy. Amidst the recession and inflation hitting home, Reliance Industries announced their highest ever quarterly profit. At the same time, the job crisis is growing bigger, with the government selecting less than 1% of applications received for public sector jobs. My name is Kavita Kabir and here is your weekly roundup of economy and finance. After two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, the US has stepped into recession. And the same fate awaits many countries across the globe. The International Monetary Fund warns that Ukraine crisis, the tightening of financial conditions, and the slump in China is taking us towards a global recession. IMF slashed India's economic growth forecast to 7.4% from its earlier prediction of 8.2%. Despite the optimism in government circles, there is no reason to believe that recession will stop at our borders. The unemployment crisis is here to stay. Despite tall promises of jobs, the government was able to employ a little over 7 lakh people in the last eight years. 7.22 lakh appointments to be precise. And can you guess how many people applied? 22.2 crore people. Means only 0.33% got jobs. We have witnessed glimpses of social unrest created by this job crisis in the protests around railway recruitment and the Agnivir agitation. Unless the country creates more jobs, things may really blow up. While the government has made tall claims about supporting the micro, small and medium enterprises, the reality seems to be different. From demonetization to the shock of GST and then the lockdown had already crippled the MSMEs. Today, they are grappling with the deepening crisis of delayed payments from both public and private sectors. The worst hit are the micro and small units, as their pending dues have now touched Rs 8.7 lakh crore. This makes almost 80% of the total pending dues for the entire MSB sector until 2021. This affects their cash flows and the firms with smaller capital are finding it extremely difficult to sustain with such uncertainties. These are the same lot that found it most difficult to access the emergency credit dispersed by the government. 61% of very small borrowers with exposure less than Rs 10 lakh said it wasn't easy for them to avail credit. It is high time the government makes some real interventions. On the other hand, the net profit of Reliance Industries grew by an impressive 46.3%. Its revenue growth is 55% hitting 2.23 lakh crore. The Ukraine war made them win the jackpot. Reliance has been able to take advantage of purchasing discounted Russian crude oil and selling refined products to fuel-starved Europe at a premium. Giving wings to Reliance Industries' sales, the union governments withdrew the windfall tax imposed earlier on 1st July. Excise duty on export from other refineries has also been slashed, from Rs 13 per litre on diesel to Rs 10 and from Rs 6 per litre on petrol to zero. This implies that RIL can continue to import discounted crude from Russia, for which the whole country faces a sovereign risk of Western sanctions and refine it in Indian territory poisoning our shared environment, while also making record revenue and profits 
without even having to pay a fair share of taxes. At the same time, a 5% GST has been imposed on the essentials consumed by the common people. All this is done to generate revenue for the stressed budgets of union and the state governments. In other words, our union government is taking from the poor and giving it to the ultra-rich. Irony, thy name is Indian tax regime. Multilateral development banks would be in a position to unleash hundreds of billions of dollars in a new lending and help lower-income nations at a time of overlapping global crisis. But only if they were to take on calculated new risk, according to a report commissioned by the G20 nations. The top recommendation argues that the development banks must adapt to tolerate more risk. They are using very conservative measures of risk as they are de facto embedding rating agency methodologies into their internal policies. This directly impacts the level of how much money the banks need to pay off bondholders if borrowing countries default on their loans, and thus reducing the amount they can lend by hundreds of billions of dollars. The report was withheld for some time due to its content before G20 finally published it. Thanks for listening to this podcast. For more news and analysis, head to our website www.senfa.org and keep listening to Yumi and the Economy.